Hey guys. Hello. What's up? It's so surreal. It's the Pop Shop Live. It's like, the Pop Shop Podcast like, like, Live. We're like suited up and talking to people. We look pretty damn good. I look amazing. <laughs> you look great too. Thanks, man. Yeah, you know. Guys, first, I got to do my intro. Yeah, do the Let's intro. Do this. this wouldn't be right without the intro. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast Live Post Grammy Show. My name is Jason Lipschutz, and I'm an associate editor of the Pop Shop podcast no i messed it up i can't do you this you can't go back now it's live dude <laughs> it's live i'm an associate editor and the pop shop blog editor of billboard.com based in new york i'm not in new york as you can see i am in los angeles next to my co-host who lives here his name's keith caulfield he is an associate director of charts based in los angeles based in los angeles here of course. in sunny los angeles the sam smith to my Beck, I guess. Sure. Based off tonight. They're the big winners today. I totally cleaned up tonight, <laughs> basically, is what he's saying. Basically. I mean, so, Keith. Yes, Before Jason, we get started. Before we get started, we've got a jam-packed show, people. we got a jam-packed it's, show. It's, we say that every week, but really, this is a very <laughs> special show, considering it's live. Yes. Jam-packed full of Grammy goodness. Yes. And also, we're just running off of nothing but fumes and caffeine, because we've been up for most of the day. Yeah. I'm so tired, but I'm so happy. I'm so tired right I'm now. So if we collapse, it's just because, well, we've had nothing to eat all day. Exactly. Well, the whole point of doing this, so let, yes. let's do a little bit of an intro. We've never done a live podcast before. We've never done a video podcast before. It's not even really a podcast. No, it's not really it's a podcast. Like, it's a live video stream. But here's stream. the thing. If you're not, if you're, you know, listening to this on Monday, on Tuesday, we're right. going to archive this audio. We'll have this up on iTunes, on SoundCloud, just like we always do. So if you missed us live tonight, you will be able to catch the audio later at your leisure. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not quite the same as being here right now live with exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you're watching this live, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk Grammys. We were both on the red carpet. We were on the red carpet today for yes. about five hours. It's the longest red carpet possibly in awards history yeah. in general. The Grammys were always a crazy long red carpet. But it was great being there with Jason. I know. We did. We we literally tag team. We yes. were like, all right, I want to talk to Rick Ross. I'm like, all yeah, right. it's all you. Rick Ross, all you, baby. All right. You want to talk to uh, Sam Smith? You got to Sam Smith. Yes. Oh, so. I've got a story about the Sam Smith interview. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. So we're going to talk about all that. We're going to be talking about the performances and the awards show of tonight, of yep. Sunday night, February 8th, 2015, the 57th annual Grammy Awards. An amazing show. We just watched it. Basically, what happened was we went from the red carpet we're to... We're telling you secrets now. It's a little bit behind the curtain, but we, we went from... The Staples Center, where the Grammys were, uh, back to our L.A. office. We watched it uh, via DVR, caught up in real time, and now here we are, live, live. immediately after the show. And um, Keith, here's the, cool, here's the cool thing. Yes. Before we get started, because this is live, we can talk to people who are on Twitter right yes. now, asking questions, Absolutely. who want to know what we think, who are angry, who are happy. Who are everything? Are you, are you steamed because Beyonce didn't win Album of the Year? Yeah. Are you peeved because Sia got the shaft? Maybe. Well, you should tweet us you right should now. Tweet us. Use the hashtag uh, Pop Shop. Pop Shop, yeah. yeah. Hashtag Pop Shop. And one added bonus: we have a third voice on here. You can't see her. She's disembodied. Our friend and our colleague. I say friend before colleague because she is my friend. Leslie is in the building. She's off camera, but say she hi, can talk Leslie. to us. Good evening, fellas. Leslie Hello, is right over here. Voice. I'm looking at her right now. And what she's going to be doing is helping us collect every tweet, everything with the hashtag Pop Shop. And again, if you have questions, if you have comments, let us know. We're going to be taking a couple breaks in between our own boneheaded chatter. 
Uh, quality boneheaded chatter. Quality boneheaded I don't know chatter. what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. So, Keith. Jason. Let's talk about the first thing that's on everyone's mind. Who is this Beck guy? Who's Who this Beck guy? Who is this guy? I don't know. Is it Jeff Beck? Jeff Beck? Is it is it former Washington Redskins quarterback John Beck? Man, you put those you put those together pretty well. <laughs> Thank you. I was I like you're pulling out the sports <laughs> trivia. Is it David Beckham? David did, Beckham. Did they, did they Wow. You know, do a misspelling okay I, I yeah obviously we know who beck is we I, do we do well, clearly a lot of people on the internet may not i think that was more trolly than everything than uh, yeah it's else. it's very much it's very who much beck who's is. this who's this gentleman named paul mccartney that's suddenly making a kanye record i think it's that kind of trolling it's that kind of jokiness yeah but there probably is a significant number of people who are not incredibly familiar with beck because he hasn't had a big pop hit in a very long time yeah it's so true that's the thing so beck, by the way beck won album of the year yeah and that was a huge surprise, I think, to a lot of people because Beyonce was in that category. Sam Smith was in that category. Yeah. A lot of folks that people thought would win. And then Beck pulls out the win. And I think if you saw his lips move when he was walking up, he said a word that seemed like he was very surprised. Yeah, I mean, well, what's cool is that we talked to him on the red, at the red carpet of the Clive Davis pre-Grammys yeah, party last night. And I asked him, I was like, hey, you're nominated for Album of the Year. This is his third time being nominated. What, what did he think his chances were? And he said that he would be very surprised with this record if it won. And I asked him why. I was like, you know, Morning Phase. It's, it's one of your been, favorite albums of the year. It's not one of my favorite albums of the year. but You really like the album. I really like the okay, album. Okay, good. I was, like, fa- yeah, I was like, you I, did say that it, you did enjoy the album. I really do enjoy okay, the album. It's not, I don't think it's album of the year. And we'll talk about that in a second. But just him saying basically what he said. And I'm going to, why I have my trusty... Um, You've, you've transcribed some <laughs> notes, so we're not misquoting exactly. Beck is basically what's happening here. I don't want to do that, but basically his point was that he just didn't think he was going to win. He thought that Beyonce, Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran, Pharrell, you know, someone more crowd-pleasing, someone... I think something... May, there there could have been, while you look for that, I think there could have been some split-votage stuff happening in this particular category. Yeah. I think, you know, Sam and Beyonce may have split the vote to a certain degree, Um and I think that's how Beck, with his sort of core supporters, maybe slipped in and won. Yeah. I don't know. So Well, here's what quote? he said. He yeah. said, I, I asked him why he didn't think he was going to win. And he said, I think it's just the moment in mu- music, you know what I mean. I've been in that category before, and it's usually something that's very definitive of the time. Right. And I think that Beck is touching on something that a lot of people are feeling right now, which is that Morning Phase by Beck might be a great album. I, I think it's a very good album. But it doesn't really reflect the year in music like something like a Beyonce. Beyonce was an incredible statement record, and it like exactly. sort of shook up the industry. Exactly. And Sam Smith, a huge new voice, and we're going to get to Sam Smith in a second. I mean, even he Ed, did just fine. Really, he's fine. Yeah, he's okay. I don't, th- I don't think he's complaining today. No. But Ed Sheeran, multiply. I mean, Ed Sheeran is someone who is influencing pop music in a big way. He's bringing guitars back, especially for male artists, especially for male young artists. And then you have Pharrell, not just happy, but working with Daft Punk, Justin Timberlake, Miley Cyrus on that album. I think Pharrell winning with Girl would have always been an incredible long shot. Like, yeah, that's kind of true. I think that like would He have was been about as likely to win as Beck was, in my mind. I guess I was clearly wrong, because yeah. Beck won. But still, I really thought Beyonce was going to win. What's really funny is that if, if you think about Beck's career, he... 20 years ago with Odelay, or I guess almost 20 years ago. Maybe. It's been that long? Yeah, it's been that long, Good man. Grief. Unbelievable. Um, Nin- yeah, like 96. Yeah. yeah. So it's been almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. He was kind of where someone like an Ed Sheeran was, where he was right. he was 
breaking the mold and right. he was really setting trends. This is like a delayed honor. Because he was yeah. nominated for Odelay for Album of the Year. He was also nominated, I think, for Midnight Vultures. Midnight Vultures, which both, is one of my favorite albums. Both are amazing, amazing yeah. albums. And I've... I've been kind of, you know, ignorant of Beck lately, frankly. I think a lot of people have. We've just sort of been late on the Beck train. Yeah. And now he's being honored for something, and I think it's kind of a delayed honor yeah. in a way. I it's, totally it's, agree. It's kind of like, you know, at the Academy Awards when there's say. like a 75-year-old, like, gentleman who wins for Best Supporting Actor, and it's almost like a Lifetime Achievement Award type thing. Yeah. This is kind of like that, except Beck isn't 75, obviously. Yeah, it's almost like when Martin Scorsese won for The yes. Departed. And it's like, hmm, finally, we're like, giving it to you. I mean, yeah, exactly. With Beck, it's like Beck is a great artist, and he's had an amazing career. And at the same time, should he have won Album of the Year for Morning Phase? Hmm, Beyonce still not. has yet to win Album of the Year. It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. If she's not, if she didn't win it this year, I mean, when is she? When is she gonna win it? Like, what I, the? He- what's going on? What's going on? All right, so let's toss it to Leslie. Leslie. You've been collecting tweets. What are uh, some people saying about Beck, about Album of the Year? There are a lot of questions coming in. A lot of people want to know about Sia being mm. shut out. If you want to touch on that, there's she, a lot she of things did not, Did she not win any of her categories? I don't think so. That was, an, so. that was another thing that was very subtle. Um, and we're skipping ahead to the performances a little bit, but I thought her performance, Kristen Wiig and Maddie Ziegler, I, my, my So You Know You Can't Dance your, your buddy. Co-star, Hundreds of thousands Maddie of views Ziegler. for Maddie Ziegler and Jason. <laughs> They were unbelievable. That might have been the performance of the night. And I think it was kind of, you know, stowed away in the, the final hour. Yeah, it's I think. Well, I think, you know, it's 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 tricky how they arrange the performances throughout the night. They want to keep you there. And I yeah. think with a performance like hers, it could have gone anywhere in the show, really, because it's, it's so experimental and different. I think it's unfortunate that Sia didn't win, uh, if that's true, any of her awards. Song of the Year, especially. Um, I kind of thought she had a chance for Song of the Year. Such a well-written song. Um, but it turned out to be sort of like the Sam Smith, like Chattanooga Choo Choo, like steaming through town. <laughs> um, and I thought maybe she would have won for best uh, music video, um, short form music yeah. video. And I guess she didn't win that. Happy one Feel f- by Pharrell. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good. I wouldn't, make, I, mean, I wouldn't make that up. Man. I mean, come on. Uh, by the way, Sia ran past us on the carpet. Yes. Um, we, she did not stop and do any interviews. I asked not a in, shock. I asked in advance. I was like, please. Yeah. And they were like, we are not doing a single interview on the carpet. But she had this amazing wig on. It was it so was cool. I know. That um, was really cool. I mean, what's what's been cool, even though Sia didn't win any record of the year, song of the year, she wasn't nominated for album of the year. But, I, I mean, what's been so cool about this A Thousand Forms of Fear run to me Yeah. is that I've I've totally gone. I feel like in the past few weeks I've had a total 180 on this where – before I was like, all right, see ya, come on, like, you should show your face. Like, I, I like, understand. Let's move on. Let's get past this. I understand this. your right. wishes, but like, you should show your face. But now I'm like, she just keeps innovating by not showing her face. Yeah. It's so true. It's like she keeps finding new ways to make me want to watch a Sia performance. Now you think about some of these performances tonight that were totally fine. That like I, I'm thinking of like Ariana Grande. Totally fine. Totally fine. Um. Gwen Stefani and Adam Levine. Gwen Stefani. Totally fine. Totally fine. Ve- just very perfunctory more than anything else. It's, it's very, like, very safe, I guess, in, in a way as well. I, I, and Sia, even though she doesn't show her face, is still performing the heck out of these songs. Yeah. Chandelier and Elastic Heart, her new song, or her new single, I should say. Definitely not a new song. It's been out for about two years. But, 
I mean, what is she, what she's doing is so interesting. Yeah. And every time she performs on like Ellen or The Tonight Show, like I want to watch that performance. Right. Because you know it's going to be something unique and one of a kind, and you're you're not going to see it again. And and that's the beauty of all these Sia performances. And it's and it's you're you're interested in how she's going to perform it, but at the same time, the music itself is so compelling yeah. that you know she doesn't need to be in the front with a microphone, and she knows that, and she's she's probably loving this. She's like, "Yay! I don't have to be up there. I can still go to Whole Foods and do my shopping, and no one's going to see me, and it'll be fine." So, did you Whole did you Foods. did you want to talk about some of our favorite performances of the night, or do you want to talk about Sam Smith and his? Let's talk about Sam Smith yeah, for a second. Who won basically everything he was nominated for, yeah. essentially? Yeah. Sam Smith, I I will I'll pat myself on the back a little bit and I'll do it I'll do it actually because people can watch us and, and yes. see me pat myself on the yes. back. I called three out of four of the uh, main categories, the major categories correctly just by betting on the Sam Smith sweep. Yeah. I, it's kinda like the Adele kind of evening. He's, yeah. If, and people talked about how he's like the male Adele. Well he kind of Adele the Grammys where he yeah. just basically won everything. And the reason is I, I picked him to win record of the year for and song of the year, both for Stay With Me. And I picked him to win Best New Artist. And obviously, the, this stuff is a crapshoot. Some, something else could have snuck in, especially for Record of the Year. Record of the Year had so many worthy cata- uh, candidates. If only Beck was up for Record of the Year, <laughs> then Sam wouldn't have won, maybe. It's and, true. Right. Um, that's, like, half true. But, <laughs> I mean, the reason I picked him is I just thought he was the safest bet in terms of what Grammy voters always go toward, what they gravitate toward in right. terms of music, in terms of personality. He's this huge voiced British sensation and he has a huge ballad and, and everyone likes him. This is also the same Academy that voted Daft Punk for record and album of the year last yeah. year, which is a little left of center. Yeah. Le- uh, last year I think was totally, and, and I, I wrote about this last year yeah. was that it was totally left of center because you had like Lord who was, you know, it, it was kind of like Lord was in last year, what the Megan trainer was this year, which was like a totally fresh voice and, right. and a fresh face. And um, but Lord actually won. Megan Trainor did not win, unfortunately for her. And best new artist. I mean, last year, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis with this kind of offbeat smash rap album. But this year they go back to something a, a little bit more Grammy voter friendly with Sam Smith. Right. Yeah. Now, I mean, Sam, Sam won everything I think that he was probably up for. Uh, and we talked to him on the carpet, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I talked to him on the red carpet and. Um, you can probably watch the video. If it's not up now, it'll be up in the next 24 hours. Um, it was a lovely, lovely chat. Um, yeah, he was really nice. He was very nice, and it was it was kind of it was kind of crazy because we talked to him a year ago, a little over a year ago, on the Grammy red carpet before his EP, I think, even came out, or maybe yeah. the EP had just come out, and he was he was really, frankly, no one in America yet. Yeah. Um, and we talked to him, and he was lovely, and he was talking about how his his upcoming album is about heartbreak and breaking up, you know, how how he's never been in love. I'm like, dude. What did you just make? I was like, and then like you know, I, I was like a year later. Here he is at the Grammy Awards, and he sweeps. And um, he called me Gorge, uh, by hey, the way. There he, you go, he, man. He was like, "Hey, oh, you, Gorge." I'm like, uh, "Hi." <laughs> Clearly, we go way back. I mean, I've talked to him on a few red carpets, but um, that was a fun moment. And he, we asked him about um, working on his next, his upcoming music. Yeah. And he said that he needs to kiss some more boys and have some more uh, sort of stories from that. And I was and. I was like, well, how's the boy kissing thing going lately? And uh, he was like, well, I don't know. After tonight, we'll see. I'm like, all right, Sam Smith. All right. All right. Sam Smith's partying it up while we're doing this live Exactly. Podcast. Sam Smith Sam is somewhere Smith's right now, like, kissing a bunch of boys and getting an, four, his next album together. Four Grammys for him. Unbelievable. Leslie, let's uh, let's kick it over to you. 
Uh, what is going on in the Twitter sphere? So a fan, Franklin in Nashville. At would Franklin like, in Nashville? No, just, just Franklin. Franklin. A fan, a fan. Franklin. Hi. He wants Hi. to know what you guys thought of Madonna's performance tonight. Yeah, of course someone's going to ask. Because well, they, we all want to know. Let's they, do it, they, Keith. They, they may have heard that I enjoy the Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that rumor as well. I don't well. know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yep. Um, what did we think of Madonna's performance? What did you think about it, Jason? She performed Living for Love, had a big gospel choir. She had a bunch of uh, dudes with masks and horns, and they were like bulls, and she was the bullfighter. Madonna minions. Madonna minions. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought Madonna's performance, I thought, first of all, I thought it was weird that they did Kanye's performance and Madonna's performance like immediately back to back. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't really like when they do that, when there's just no breathing room. I just, I feel like I want to like, either a, an award to be presented or a commercial break or something. Something. Just but a little they went right. from this totally minimalist Kanye performance of Only One into this Madonna huge. maximalist yeah. Living for Love. And she was she was very good. I, I actually like you're really... You're choosing your words very carefully. I didn't think it was mind-blowing. <laughs> I, d- I definitely didn't think it was mind-blowing. But I do feel like she still has that raw energy and that command of the stage where even at the i feel like halfway through the performance it was lagging a little bit and then she really turned it up yeah she got the hand claps going she got everybody to stand up and then she ascends to heaven yes at the end of the performance and then she rises to the rafters yeah because that's what you want from a madonna performance i thought it was i, I mean w- what do you think um i i i agree with you i think when she could just sort of like loosen up and like just be like Madonna and like sort of work the crowd like that was the best part yeah. like the choir comes out and she's clapping along she's like get off your you know seats get up come on you know that's you know she's past the choreography she's past the like okay which bullfighter head do I grab now I'm flipping up, up. you know she's like <laughs> running through this in her head and so you just you want to get into the moment and I think towards the end you got into the moment. I yeah. think it was an incredible spectacle certainly I mean it was an incredible spectacle yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see you know you know what all of you think about this performance absolutely online. uh yeah leslie what what are some people saying about the performance um, we've had other people that are asking about hosier and uh hosier. yeah and the annie lennox that, yeah that was yeah what, what what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say i, I mean we i i have a list a of, on you. of what we think are our favorite performances yeah. of the night. at least i did and that was i thought one of the the best performances of the For night sure because, you know, on the surface, you're like, I don't know if this is really going to work. I mean, I know their voices will blend. This is Hosier and Annie Lennox doing a medley of Take Me to Church, yeah. and I Put a Spell on You. Uh, uh, I Put a Spell on You is from Annie's nominated album, Nostalgia. Hey, by the way, we talked to her on the yeah, Pop Shop hey, Podcast this week. What's that. up, Annie? Yeah, let's take, a, let's take a second to pimp our last Pop Shop Podcast with Niall Rogers. A presenter tonight on the show. And Annie Lennox. A performer and nominee like, tonight. find that it's it's actually probably at the bottom of your probably, screen right yes. now. We're Just probably kind of promoting it, it a little bit. When we're done with this talk, yeah. like that was great i thought it was an amazing performance yeah because like she comes out and suddenly she's like oh yeah and like blows the roof off the place you know one of the things i like about the grammys is that people talk about how they they talk with a groan about these my grammy moments mm-hmm. where there's all these it's a once in a lifetime performance that you'll never see anywhere else exactly i don't know what what that <laughs> accent is but you know me and my either. accents um, Suddenly I, it's Tina Turner. <laughs> I mean, for every, it seems like half of them are so bland, and then half of them are good, but not mind blowing as right. they want them to be. But then every, I feel like every year there's always one that just destroys. Yeah. And last year it was for me Imagine Dragons yes. and Kendrick, which was amazing. So awesome. And then this year. 
if you had told me that Hosier and Annie Lennox was going to be one of the best performances of the night, I would have been like, uh huh, right. I would have been like, really, really, really. Are you sure? Are you sure? How much have you had mm. to drink? Yes. But you didn't have anything to drink. You were, you were like, and I'm saying this as the viewer. Um, Hosier and Annie Lennox were awesome. Yeah, they were really good. That's and great. I'm not a big Take Me to Church fan, but that combined with I put a spell on you, they. It was like a crowd pleaser. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah. There you go. I wonder if there's a bunch of people on the internet going, who's this lady? Who is this white-haired we lady? Yeah. That's and Beck and this white-haired lady, they're really cleaning up tonight. I know. <laughs> Beck and this white-haired lady. Uh, it sounds... <laughs> That that sounds like a fairy tale. Like back be- in a white haired lady. lady. Uh, yeah, but we were saying that was the cutscene from Into the Woods. <laughs> yeah, that we were saying during the show that the casual Grammy viewer is not going to know who Annie Lennox is in 2015. And it's true, but this is a way to, to introduce her. Yeah, and you know she came out and like a bat out of hell, and just melted faces a, a, a bat on the highway to hell on bat on the highway to hell. right coming off the highway to hell it took it took sort of the exit over to, to the to church hosier lane hosier lane <laughs> hosier lane speaking of which acdc opened the show obviously with highway to hell that's the inside joke that we're making yeah. well they opened it with a medley rocker bust. Rock bust and then highway to hell interesting opening yeah what's going on there i don't know should, should we ask leslie if there's anything else? leslie yeah let's uh there are plenty of questions yeah we, we can just keep going <laughs> yeah, back to let's leslie get to the disembodied voice questions. of leslie I get two to really some... good ones i like coming up okay. so the first one is from a gentleman named mark in athens ohio hey okay. mark he wants to know we all want to know what did you guys think about tony bennett and lady gaga cheek to cheek Chem- the chemistry between them the performance they're great yeah i mean they're i mean it's like it's one that's one of those performances where you're like this, there's this is not going to go wrong like they're both such pros and they've done this performance a lot. Um, well, not this specific performance, obviously. Yeah. But um, it doesn't have the same sort of element of surprise as, say, a Hosier and Annie Lennox. It's a little bit different. Yeah. But it's like, it's quality. Like, this is not going to go wrong. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's totally good. I, I mean, it, it, it struck me the same way that the Tom Jones and Jesse okay, J. Okay, well, okay, that's, no. Um, definitely Gaga and Tony are on a different level than Tom Jones and Jesse J. I'm not disagreeing with you, but it was. This is, we're going to talk about Jesse J again, aren't we? <laughs> We have this thing. We talk about Jesse J, and then we have she an argument, tonight. Come and then on. and then we don't get along She's a for a while. She's nominee for Bang Bang. Bang Bang. <laughs> that was. That's exactly how she sounds. Um, I thought that I compare them because it was an an older man and a younger current pop female. Right. On a duet. Right. And the, both of those were very. It was. It was like they brought a twinkle to your eye. It was like ah. Tom Jones, Jesse J. Oh, Are you just like pulling this out of the sky right now? Like little diamonds out of the sky. Li- yeah, I mean, shine Lady bright, Gaga, Jason. You shine Lady bright. Gaga and uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett were were great together. It's so funny because we saw um, Tyler Oakley, who co-hosted our podcast. We saw him like on the carpet. Yes. We saw him on the carpet, and he was still talking about damn cheek to cheek. That dude. That dude. Loves like, who are you most excited to see? He's like Lady Gaga, cheek to cheek, cheek to cheek, cheek to cheek. It was like he's tested. All right, Leslie, what else uh, What else we got? All right, it's going to be about Katy Perry now. Okay. Ooh, so okay. we all know she just performed the Super Bowl. It was obviously a very different performance, and I think that's what the comparisons are now. Like, you know, right. we're talking about Left Shark. We're talking about she's a shooting star. And then tonight it was all about she has this important message. Right. By the grace of God. Right. How did she do? 
I thought, you know, I thought the entire um, segment, um, we, we talked to Neil Portnauer, who's the president of the Recording Academy, on the red carpet, and I asked him specifically, I said, well, you have a very special person introducing Katy Perry's performance tonight. And he talked about the importance of, you know, uh, raising sort of social awareness with artists and musicians and how, you know, the community itself can kind of, you know, rise up. And they did that in numerous times tonight, obviously with the finale with Beyonce and John Legend and uh, Common and yeah. with Katy Perry. And I thought the Katy performance um, was quite compelling and quite moving. Yeah. And especially with the President of the United States introducing the segment and then you have a fierce incredible um, introduction speech from a woman whose name I have I have I don't know Brooke I apologize but she was amazing yeah and then Katie with the the sort of projection behind her I thought it was I thought it was really great the thing about this is that Katy Perry didn't have to do this performance I think that was that was what really struck me about it is I was watching it and it was very elaborate with the shadow behind her and the whole messaging. And, and I was just thinking, this is a person who last Sunday night performed at the Super Bowl. Exactly. There's no reason that she has to perform at the Grammy Awards. She's not promoting a new album. This is a, a song that might not even be a single from Prism. And yet she took it upon herself to really stand up and say something important, at least through her music and through this uh, introduction with, uh, with Brooke and the president. I, I mean... Really innovative, really powerful, and on a night that uh, there's a lot of glitz and glamour and and some jokes had. I, I mean, let's take a moment to say that like Katy Perry stepped up and and really scored here. I suppose also when you know you're approached, if you're an artist like say Katy Perry, and you're approached with this concept of okay, so we're going to have the president of the United States introduce you, and you're like okay. I mean, I te- I mean he didn't technically introduce, he didn't say, <laughs> and please welcome Katy Perry. Yeah, but still you're part of a segment that involves you know POTUS. That's pretty cool yeah um and it's also a very important message and also this particular song itself is is a a very important song to katie as well um so yeah i mean she can go from left shark and the shooting star to a very serious moment that's sort of why she is who she is absolutely what else we got leslie so ernesto in taiwan hi ernesto in taiwan Taiwan. (laughs) he wants to know do you think if taylor swift should she have actually performed at the grammys well you can't have enough taylor swift yeah yeah. yeah, but they got her to do two presentations at the beginning yeah. of the show and at the end of the show. I mean, I think they probably tried. They probably tried very hard to get Taylor to perform, but she's just very busy uh, planning her tour, as she said on uh, Tumblr and Twitter. That's very true. Yeah, yeah I, I wish we had seen some Taylor Swift performance tonight. I wish that I, I was surprised that she didn't perform and that Megan Trainer, who was up for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, it's quite perform. surprising. Uh, and Iggy Zalea as well. Those there, were, those are the three that really surprised me. There was another like tonight. Record of the Year nomination, I think, last year or the year before, and it was oh, it was when Carly Rae Jepsen was up, and she didn't, she oh, yeah. wasn't booked to perform at all on the funny. show. So it, I, the, it's not a guarantee. Yeah, getting it's not a guarantee that you're going to get a a, pre- a, a a performance slot on the show. Yeah, and you know the producers of the show when they put this show together, they're looking at all right, well. If we have Megan Trainer on the show, is she going to do something that people haven't seen before? And if she's been on a bunch of TV shows recently and a lot of talk shows, yeah, it's like, true. well, what are you going to bring to us that's new? And they clearly just made the editorial decision not to book her. Yeah, odd, but okay. Let's talk, let's talk about two performances from Album of the Year nominees. They they were not Beck. Uh, they did not have Morning Face. But let's talk about let's talk about Ed Sheeran first. Okay, who performed with John Mayer, Herbie Hancock. And Questlove of the Roots. And someone else whose name I'm forgetting. Yes. Remind us, feel free. Those those were like, 
the, the the super friends though. Right. It was like an Ed Sheeran thinking out loud super friends group. Super friends. Um, I thought that was great. That was I I, I think in my list of uh, my favorite performances. I think that would be number four. Really? I yeah, I think so. I'm looking at my notes to see what I said earlier. Okay. Um, <laughs> I said perfectly good. It's a nice touch with Mayor Herbie Quest. Um, but did they really add very much? And I think. I think once John Mayer had his guitar solo, then it's when things started to get sort of stepped up a notch. Yeah. But I kind of felt like, oh, this is nice, but is it really necessary? I think that the magic in it was that, as you pointed out while we were watching, Ed usually performs solo. Right. Like he's just on, you know, he's playing Madison Square Garden. It's just him and his guitar and his loops. And that's, you know, that's an amazing show that he puts on, but this is something special. They're right. talking about my Grammy moment, what you're not going to see. You're never right. going to see Ed Sheeran perform this song again with a guitarist like John Mayer, with a drummer like Questlove, with a pianist like Herbie Hancock. Right. Like, that's just unbelievable. I did think it lost a little bit of its focus. I guess it's a separate performance, but when ELO came right, out. Right, the ELO segment. It was just so long. I mean, it's very you know, long. God Mr. love ELO. Yeah, God, God love Jeff Lynne. Mr. Blue Sky forever. Love, love and the evil woman. Yeah, um, but but I, it just was so long. It was like, long. It's It seemed long, and it shouldn't seem long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another one, so the other album of the year nominee, uh, Pharrell. We got to talk about this Pharrell performance. What the heck? What the heck was that? It was like flying tiger, crouching Pharrell. It was, <laughs> it, it was so weird crouching pharrell uh hidden long long hidden long long i think that was the official name and, of that and performance. very present han zimmer on guitar like in the middle of the yeah. stage and that was special Listen, here's what all i'll say about this performance sometimes you take risks and sometimes those risks don't pay off i still thought it was very interesting yeah it was certainly interesting <laughs> i mean great song but we were both really happy when happy no pun intended we were both really very happy when he actually started playing the song instead right. of just delivering this dramatic. It's like forty-five second intro of like dramatic like music. We're like, and oh then it's my like, god! Long long break. Then he's back I because mean, we're long long. Yeah, what? Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about that. Yeah, Leslie. Leslie, let's uh, let's take back to some Leslie. More Twitter questions. Okay, we got a lot of good questions coming oh, in. Oh, cool. um, okay. This gentleman named Paulino. I hope I'm saying that right. Okay. Um, he wants to know, what did you guys think of Ariana Grande's performance, and why didn't she perform one last time? That we were exactly, talking about that. that. Is exactly what Like, I Jason asked. was just like, she's not doing her single. She's doing, like, an album track. Yeah, so like, the song she performed was Just a Little Bit of Your Heart. It was co-written, I don't know if you know this, by Harry Styles. I know this only because you told me earlier. Oh, did I? I don't know. I think a lot I said of stuff that out loud. Happened. I was, like, focusing on something He was like, this is, this is the Harry Styles, Harry Styles track. Song. Um, Maybe that's why she did it. I didn't love the performance because nothing against Ariana. I just think it was the wrong song choice. It, it, it kind of reminded me of when, remember a couple years ago when Fun uh, was nominated in all four major categories and they did Carry On mm-hmm. and as their their Grammy performance. And I was just like, you don't you want to you want to do a crowd pleaser at some point? I know that you want to promote your new single. This wasn't even really a new single, but even if she'd done one last time, which is actually her new single. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she's done Problem, Break Free, Love Me Hard. Well, she's not going to bust out Bang Bang with Nikki and Jesse, certainly. I mean, can we uh, can we say a hallelujah? Can we like they, retire? That they did not do Bang Bang at this award show. I mean, we love the Bang Bang, but yeah, no. I think I think <laughs> clearly Ariana must re- really love this song, and she really wanted to sort of make sort of a, a sort of a, a slow statement. You know, I think. Well, here's the thing. 
I think that she wanted to prove her vocal power and in doing like a, a serious ballad. But she's already proven that to me. Like, yeah. even, even with her last album, Yours Truly, like, she performed on a couple award shows doing ballads. You didn't really need to do that. I, I just did. I, I just think it was overshadowed by the other performances. Yeah, I mean, when you're following ACDC, because I think she was the second performance of the night yeah. following ACDC. I mean, she, wasn't, she didn't follow them immediately. But you follow that, and it's like, and here's a song that you probably don't know, because it's an album track, and it hasn't been a single, and it's a slow song. Yeah, it's Please, just the, enjoy. It's like, just ooh, the, I don't know. You know, and I'm sure... Ariana fans loved it, but I just that as someone who you know is objective, it was. I, I You're like as someone who's objective, unlike Ariana Grande fans. <laughs> that's what he's actually saying. No, that is what I'm saying is that Ariana Grande fans is like that's awesome that she's performing at the Grammys. Uh, My everything was nominated for best pop vocal album. That's great, but I would have liked to see her do another song. Yeah, uh, Leslie. Leslie. Let's do it. I'm I'm really glad we're getting some good uh, Twitter questions. Are people people actually like tweeting hashtag pop shop? They are. That's great. We're hey. thrilled at this. Keep so, them coming. Thanks, guys. So this is different. So JC in Los Angeles would like to know what's your opinion about Lana Del Rey getting snubbed this year? Mm. Oh, I think uh, you may have asked this question. Can yeah. Can I say that I, I don't hope think Lana was up for anything this year? Was she? No, she was yeah. not. I I I kind of hope that this is JC Shaze asking this question because he was in he is in Los Angeles. He was at the it Clive could party be JC Shaze. What if JC Shaze is just a, a big Lana Ray guy? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I thought that you enjoy the Lana, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I I was really unsure of Lana until Ultraviolence, and I really like this album and. You know, I don't think that she has the whole industry behind her yet. I I, I, I want to say something diplomatic about this, that I, I just don't think she's taken... People view her as a serious artist now, obviously, and have for a while, but more... I think she's... Guess, I, I guess she's gathering more and more people, and I don't think she's there yet. Does that make sense? I think she's, I think she's actually... Uh kind of low profile in a way i know she's not a low profile artist obviously she had a a number one album um she mind you remember her album came out the same week as sam smith's album and sam smith debuted at number two behind lana del rey that's a chart stat of the night there you go um we'll see if sam smith jumps ahead to number (laughs) one in the coming weeks he's yet to be number one on the bill okay wait um but yeah i think lana has sort of purposely like kind of dialed things back she's not like on every tv show yeah. it's it's kind of rare and i think that might be the the low key is probably you know in a way not making her you know front of mind to academy voters and yeah. you know a lot of this is just people voting and you know it's it's, it's up to, to the academy in, you know you, you it's just so hard to get every single name into every major category you think of someone like Hosier, like in another year, maybe take me to church. I think That's, he had one nomination this year. Yeah, and song of the year. Obviously, song of the year is a huge nomination. He performed, but you think that in other years, maybe he's nominated more in the alternative category, maybe for record of the year as well, maybe for um, some other stuff. It, it's just hard to fit everyone in. Yeah, and I, I think La, I don't think Lana's going anywhere. That's the whole thing. Is that I just it's the same with Katy Perry. Katy Perry. It, uh, still hasn't won a Grammy, correct? Because she went over two. That's tonight? right. She didn't win either. So she still has not yet. Katy Perry, one of the biggest stars that we have in pop music, has yet to win a Grammy. And award. what's funny is that yesterday I was I was tweeting with someone who is a, a Katy Perry fan and said, "If she's like, do you think she's going to win this year?" I was like, "Well, I don't know. She has some stiff competition." And they said, "If she doesn't win this year, they'll never give it to her." I'm like, "That's a crazy That's thing stupid. to say because you know it's just so hard because you have a twenty percent chance of winning." 
I'm sure Katy Perry is a huge enough star, just like Lana Del Rey is going to be around for a while. Katy's going to be around for a while. Is eventually going to win a Grammy. Look, just to throw some knowledge here, um, Madonna didn't win a Grammy Award until 1991. Boom. Uh, the Rolling Stones, I don't think, won a Grammy Award till like 1990, 92. Like they had to like give them like a special achievement award before they actually won something. So I mean, there's a whole boatload of artists. Like Cher didn't win a Grammy until Believe. <sighs> Um, some chart, these are chart bombs that you're so, dropping, by So the way. for those people who are just like, oh, man, One Direction hasn't won something yet. Or Katy Perry. Uh, I'm like, you know, it's there's hard. a slew of people that haven't won a Grammy. Meanwhile, Beyonce has like 28. Yeah, so, that's I the mean, thing. Really? Not an album I'm, of the I'm year, just, though. <laughs> this is no slant like Beyonce. Uh, Leslie, let's, uh, let's take a couple more. All right. So the next question I have is, who do you think will get the biggest bump in sales as a result from performing on the show? Keith. I'm like, did someone just make this question up just for me, basically? I, I think, think I tweeted it. I tweeted on my laptop right here. Um, I, I think, well, Sam Smith. Generally speaking, the, the people that have the biggest gains in terms of sales um, are going to be those who had uh, uh, the biggest wins in the night, multiple turns at the, at the podium, Sam Smith. Yep. Um, and then a performance that kind of blows people away. Um, I think Sam is going to be the big winner here. I, and, and I think his album maybe finally might be able to go to number one in the next week or two yeah. um, as a result. Um, and as I wrote about in my column in Billboard magazine, I don't think I've actually said this out loud online anywhere yet. Maybe I did. Only uh, four albums who have won. Um, oh, well, he didn't win album of the year, did he? No. He did not. That no, was Beck. That was Beck. Um, well, then he won't make my thing come true. So that's, <laughs> oh, sorry, mm, man. It's, it's, I was going to say, if he had won album of the year and then gone to number one, he would have been the fifth album to jump to number one after winning album of the year but he didn't win album of the year so it doesn't really matter but i think he'll have a huge sales gain obviously what do you think about the songs that were performed tonight and what will have a huge gain i know this is you know you, um, I, before while you look through this list yes, i'm I've gonna got make, notes i'm gonna make my prediction and i think four or five seconds which yeah. we haven't even touched upon yet which we haven't even Kanye, talked about rihanna paul mccartney well i i have a list here of what Sorry, I have a list here of what I thought were some of the best performances of the night. We already talked about a couple of them, but now we can bring those up. Hosier and Annie, which we talked about. Yeah. Sia Chandelier. Um, Miranda Lambert's Little Red Wagon. Yeah, Wagen. she was awesome. That was great. She kicked ass. That was yeah. that was like fun and like pyro and just kick out the, you know. Kick out the Little Red Wagon. Kick out the <laughs> little John Mellencamp type of throwback. She's just an, she's just an artist that has is now a veteran and sometimes you forget how electric of a performer she is yeah and then you see her on an award show like this and it's like they introed her and i was like oh yeah i forgot miranda lambert's performing and then she just she just murdered it like she was great and then um also uh, on our list was rihanna paul and kanye uh, rihanna paul mccartney and kanye west doing so good four or five seconds which i think could have opened the show yes Instead of ACDC. Yes. No it's offense so true. to ACDC because I love the ACDC. Um, truly, you you might think that I'm lying to you. I'm not. Um, but I really think it could have opened the show. Yeah. And, and the reason that I say that I think it's going to have the big bump, um, either sales or charts or, or, or whatnot. Streams. Chart, streams. We, we cover it all. Because here's the thing is that people who are like us, who obsess about music, who are on the blogs every day, who are, are on Twitter paying attention to song releases, they know about four or five seconds. They, uh, uh, those people have heard it. But the average person watching the Grammys probably doesn't know yeah, exactly, that the yeah. three of them, these three, three huge stars have a new song together. People who listen to Top 40 radio, and listen, I'm not you know talking down to them. I'm just saying that you know I, I know a lot of people who are, aren't like obsessed with Twitter and blah and music blogs and stuff, but and you know like, oh, I heard this on the radio. 
and or I watched this at the Grammys. I think that's what's going to happen with four or five seconds. Yeah, because I think that this performance was so good. This song is so great, and it's like I'm not. I it's hard to even like, you know, find words. For the experience you really like the song no i well i was just <laughs> gonna say the experience of seeing rihanna kanye west and paul mccartney like, right su- such i mean three just legends right yep. now um i think that's gonna be i I, th- I think that was probably my favorite performance of the night wow and it wasn't even you know that's trumping tom jones and jesse J. <laughs> come on <laughs> we're not gonna let it go <laughs> come on man uh, you've lost no Leslie, let's let's take um a couple more all right, so Simon in Germany. Hi, Simon. What's up, Simon? <laughs> he wants to Hello, know, is, ni- is 1989 the front runner at the moment for Grammys Good next question. year? I think definitely 1989 will probably uh, get a nomination for Album of the Year. We're talking about Taylor Swift's 1989. Yeah. Because it was not, th- that her album was not eligible. It came out too late for this year's Grammy Awards, but Shake It Off, the first single, was eligible, and that was up, obviously, for Record of the Year. Let me, let me ask you a question, Keith, and I, I wrote about this last week. Yes, Jason. Do you think that the Grammys should run with the Gregorian calendar the way that the Oscars do and just everything in 2014 is is fair game well then then well that sets off this like sort of domino effect of okay the, f- the last quarter of 2013 right because too. we wouldn't actually have because the, the the cutoff for the Grammy Awards I believe is I want to say September 30th yeah is when the, so this album of the year th- and this is what bugs me had to have come out before September 30th this this album of the year that Beck one is the best album of the year and that year is the last quarter of 2013 and the first three quarters of 2014 right what is what is that that's dumb to me because now keep in mind like september 30th is, is the cutoff because in order for us to have the grammy awards at the time that we have them you have to have the cutoff at that point yeah any if you push it forward suddenly we're going to have the grammy awards in april yeah. Um. And for whatever reason, they don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. You know. And then we're always going to run up against the problem of oh, it's t- we we missed some recordings. It wasn't the, the end of the year, or you know, because then you have the problem of like, well, Beyonce's album should have really been up the previous, you know, but it came. Luckily, Beyonce came out in December. So. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. But yes, 1989 clearly a front runner for uh, easy lock for being nominated next year for album of the year. Yeah, I, I think that it's going to be interesting to see what makes it. If if anything that already has been released as along with 1989, some that off the top of my head, uh, Black Messiah by D'Angelo and the Vanguard. I mean, one of the best reviews that, reviewed albums of 2014 that came out in the last few weeks of 2014. Um, and a- another one, uh, maybe uh, I mean maybe Nicki Minaj, The Pink Print. I don't know if it's gotten that kind of critical acclaim, but you never know. Kind of an aside here. Um, we talked about in the previous Pop Shop podcast with Niall Rogers where we talked about how Megan Trainor was not nominated for Best New Artist. Yeah. Um, we found out on the carpet why she was not eligible for Best New Artist. It's because even though she released an EP last year, which should qualify you because you have to release one album during the eligibility period, that album has to have at least five songs, according to the sources that we were talking to on the carpet, in order to be eligible for Best New Artist. Yeah. Her, her EP only had four songs, and therefore she was not eligible to be put into the Best New Artist field, and that's why she was not nominated for Best New Artist. Or at least, you know, she didn't have a chance. Yeah, I don't know if anyone was beating Sam Smith this year, yeah. if it makes her feel better. Yeah, there you go. Consolation. Uh, Leslie, let's take one more. So Ernesto in Taiwan again, he is really going to be upset with us if we don't talk about Gwen and Adam, their performance doing My he's Heart. He's going to be really open. upset yeah, with us. Really he really wants us to talk about that. I'm like, he's what gonna, he's <laughs> shaking his fist in <laughs> Taiwan. Why? 
Uh, yeah, this was my least perf- favorite performance of the night. Actually, it was just okay. Yeah, it was just okay. I, I didn't think it was bad. I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, we were what we were talking about. I think at the time that it was happening was kind of like, why? Why are why are they doing this? Here's and and I, I want to talk about this more because I, I love this. I love this topic, which is is Adam Levine the first you know rock pop whatever frontman singer to go solo without actually releasing a solo album like he's like, he's effectively he's solo effectively a solo artist this song that he performed with Gwen Stefani is a Maroon 5 song why but you wouldn't Maroon know 5, it why didn't Maroon 5 perform this song why wasn't it like Maroon 5 with Gwen Stefani yes why it was Adam Levine with Gwen Stefani somewhere right now do you think like the rest of Maroon 5 is going like where the fuck where the Adam they're shaking their fists and they're not even in Taiwan I think that it's just it's mind blowing to me that like this is so strange that he hasn't put out a solo album yet but he's like a solo artist he really is like you know he's on the voice alone and that's fine like you know obviously he's has a huge personality and is has been a great coach on the voice but now he's performing in award shows by himself it's yeah i don't know i just i i, I you seem bored by this. I, I i i just i wasn't i don't know i mean they could this this performance slot could have been used for something else that might have been more compelling yeah i mean there were a couple performances throughout the show where i'm just like they could have done something else with this. Or they didn't need to it. Or they just didn't need to. I'm like, did this really need to go like the full three and a half hours? Yeah. Like in the last 20 minutes of the show, there was no awards left. They'd already given them all out. Yeah. And so I'm like, there's people probably like people there. I think they were hoping that like, oh, you're going to tune in and stay for Beyonce. Yeah. Clearly that's, you know, that's what they were hoping. And Beyonce. Record of the year. Yeah. No, but I mean, by by, by like, you know, 10 after eight, uh, they'd given out all the awards. Yeah. There's nothing left. Let's take one minute uh, to talk about the Beyonce, John Legend, Yes. Outro. Big what, finale. What do you think of it? It's Beyonce. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, she's gonna be amazing. And it was, you know, a, I thought a, a a a moment, certainly a moment that you would only see on the Grammy Awards. And it's also yeah. Beyonce, and she's just amazing. Let's let's take a second to acknowledge the fact that the Grammys weren't afraid to get a little political this year. Super political between the Katy Perry performance yeah. and Beyonce's performance. That's, I mean, that's a positive to me. Like it, you think about you think back to last weekend, I mean I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl, Keith, but I, I watched it and they had I like watched halftime. This <laughs> I, I watched this, the Sharks. They had this anti-domestic abuse PSA, and it's just like, come on, NFL, your credibility shot to hell. What are you doing? Like this seems totally after the fact. Introduced by Ray Rice. And meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, thankfully not. But <laughs> I think you got our producer Jose with that one. Um, I but meanwhile on the uh, on the flip side. You have the Grammys, and they don't need to, you know, make this outro with uh, a Selma Ferguson kind of tribute, kind of, you know, mashup between John Legend, Common, and Beyonce. Beyonce uh, performing a, a gospel standard. But, you know, she takes it. She runs with it. Same thing with the Katy Perry performance. The, this wasn't necessary. Nobody would have complained if she didn't do this. But I'm, I'm, glad, they, I'm glad they did it. Yeah. And um, I agree. So Keith, we have a a couple minutes left. Let's quickly talk about the red carpet. You oh yeah, about Sam Smith. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, we were on the red carpet. We were on the red carpet, by the way. We, we we're gonna we. You'll be able to see all of our red carpet interviews That's on true. Billboard.com/slash/video, and I'm sure they'll be somewhere in the video hub on on Billboard.com. Uh, but yeah, we talked to dozens and dozens and dozens of people. Yeah. It was like nonstop from like noon to five, basically. It was just. It's so funny because. 
you see all these big stars and you know people like the Taylor Swift, Rihanna. I have a list of all the people that we, we talked to. Uh, Kanye, they all walked by us, and then we talked to. A there's a lot of there's some people that walked <laughs> past us. Is what it's like those. Yeah, Rihanna <laughs> walked past us. Yeah, but but then you you think about there's there's just these little moments that stuck with me, like w- uh, talking to Juicy J, and his parents were behind him, and he was so proud that his parents were behind him at the Grammys. Like this is Juicy J, and you like. You wouldn't think that he would bring his parents well, to the Grammys. Well, well, he was so he was beaming. You, you also talked to Paris Hilton, by the way. I did talk to Paris Hilton. She said I looked okay. She like, said you looked Paris, okay. Yeah. Wow. Not okay. She High praise. Like, oh, you're, you're, I forget what you she look said. hot. She didn't say I no. Look hot. Um, I, we we can just sort of like quickly like run down some of our favorite moments. I mean, okay. I can just rattle off some names. You talked to Haim. Yes, Haim was great. awesome. They're hilarious. Uh, Thankfully, Danielle, who was in a car accident last night, you you read this uh, you read this um, headline that's like Danielle Heim in a car accident, and I asked her, and she's like, "No, that got blown way out of proportion. It was like a very minor fender bender." <laughs> I was like, "Thank goodness." Did TMZ run with it suddenly? Basically, yeah, I, okay. I mean, uh, I'm glad she's okay. They also brought their parents. Speaking of parents, and uh, they were during the telecast, they were singing and dancing to every, every yeah, performance. They, they were, were awesome. They were really uh, feeling the ELO performance. They were. Yeah. They were um, I thought uh, it was, uh, who else did we talk to? We talked to, uh, we're not going to like give moments for all these, but we talked to Charlie XCX, who you love, Charlie XCX. She seemed to yeah, love you. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked to Dirk Bentley. We talked to Babyface. We talked to Rodney Jerkins. We talked to, you talked to Rick Ross. I did talk to Rick Ross. Shout out to Rick Ross for losing a thousand pounds. Uh, I think someone put that. Shout out to Rick on. Ross. Shout out to Rick Ross. Maybe he might. He might be watching he might this be. live podcast. He no, not. he's not. But he is. Uh, he's the nicest, and uh, he's excited for a new Wale album, new Meek Mill album. He said he might. There's a good chance he might drop an album this year as well. We talked to we talked to Sam Smith, obviously. We, we yeah. talked to Hosier. We talked to Disclosure with Nile Rodgers and Jimmy Napes all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you talked to Barry Gibb. I did. You did. Um, who else? Oh, Long Long, you know, Long part Long. of part of the crazy uh, Pharrell performance. Brandy Clark was Brandy Clark. absolutely lovely. Uh, Hit Boy. Um, who else? Mastodon. Oh, that was yes. that was funny. If you have not seen <laughs> Mastodon's Grammys wardrobe, nice. Just just Google it right now. Just like. Just open a new window and, and Google it. Yeah, we talked to. I was thrilled to talk to Johnny Mathis. Yes, that was like you talked to him for like twenty minutes. No, I did not. Come on, man, you, you like stopped. there were like eight other artists waiting to talk, and and you were just like, so Johnny, let's talk about let's your sit entire down. career. Shut up, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, and you spent about as much time talking to Charlie X yeah, as I true. did talking to Johnny All right. Mathis. Good point. Good All right. point. Um. But we talked to a ton of people, and that's just like a tip of the. I mean, there's dozens and dozens. Of people. I'm, I'm look. There's tons of them, and they're all online now. Well, yeah, hopefully. go check out all of our Grammy coverage, obviously at Billboard.com. Uh, our whole Billboard.com team totally killed it, uh, L.A. and New York. Um, so check all that out. And uh, Keith, I mean, we got to yes. wrap. We kind of we have, have to, to wrap, wrap this up. up. Let's take one more question. Let's squeeze in one more question. And a huge shout out to Leslie oh. for being here. And you can't see her, but she's all. She's all dressed up and she looks great. And Leslie, take it away. We need one more. Thank you. That that was very kind. Is this Ernesto again? Um, No, No, but he keeps asking questions. So this is Vanessa. She wants to know who performs Chandelier better, Jason or Kristen Wiig? Oh my goodness! Is this Vanessa? As in your fiance? This might be my fiance. This is a plant. (laughs) And I actually don't know. 
<laughs> it's a plant. I. <laughs> what if it's not? What if it's not? It's another Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. <laughs> wink, wink. I'll see you back in New York. Um, I would say I performed it correctly. That's what I'll. That's all. What I'll say. I mean, no offense to Kristen Wiig. If you watch her performance, <laughs> no offense to her, but I did it better. I did do it better. Like, if you watch her performance, the the choreography, very solid. Yeah. Not exactly the one man, man, one. I'm just saying. You. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I want to I, I want to uh, say very quickly that we're gonna have a new. So you know you can't dance episode up on Billboard.com this week uh, with Fifth Harmony. They taught me the sledgehammer dance. It was very very fun. So that you were like on a trapeze, like with a lot of like gauze and like silk <laughs> floating behind you, and you're in no, a gown. No, I don't think so. But there's there's I some funness. So. There was some there were some fun things during that shoot. All right, um, it's gonna be fun. That should be up maybe like middle of this week. So check out that on Billboard.com. Uh, Keith. Yes, Jason. I think we gotta go, man. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, I, I thought you, you were like, we can call, we can talk for a long time. Like, oh, you know, maybe we should, you know, we should do this for like an hour. We, I'm like, oh, we could actually just keep on talking. We want to keep, just keep on talking. Well, no, we on. should, we should probably say some of it, for, you know, we can do more stuff online <laughs> and, you know, it's, it, I, we spend a good quality hour together. I we know. have a tendency to have these pop shop podcasts slash streaming live events go over an hour <laughs> lately. So we, if you, if, well, here's the thing, like, when you have Niall Rogers come in and start talking about hanging out with David Bowie, and then you have Andy Lennox stop by, yeah, that it's was like, crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't want to limit that to a half hour. If you want to stop listening in a half hour, that's fine. We're they're free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Keith, Jason, I want to, I want to make sure I, we got to every single thing. Um, um we get it. We get this it? is the best part of the show where we both oh, go you know um. What? Let's let's uh, let's very quickly. What do you think of Kanye's performance? For oh, his solo performance. Yeah, I thought it was cool. You thought it was cool for only one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was you know simple, effective. You just have a, a light, and it just it's just him. It doesn't need to be dressed up because the song is such a great song, and it's so powerful just on its own. Yeah. Um, that's it was great. I thought that the the thing about only one is that it's a very moving song. It's a very touching song. I don't know. If it's a song that I want to listen to over and over and over and over again, mm, yeah. and it was such a cool performance, and I wish that the song had kept me more interested. That's yeah. kind of how I felt. Um, Keith, is Jason, there anything else? I don't know. I mean, we could, we could talk for else? a while. I mean, there's there's tons of stuff, but I think we covered all the major stuff. Yeah, I think so too. I'm looking at our list. Usher, Usher was was very solid. Juanes, Juanes performed. There was 23 performances, folks. (laughs) It's a very long evening. Oh, you know what? Last thing. Last thing, and then we'll go. What did you think of Kanye rushing the stage momentarily? That was kind of funny when Beck won. It was really funny. Come on. And I know Beck was just like, no, no, come on up. It's fine. And he was probably thinking, you know, like, please make a statement about how, like, you think I shouldn't have won this award. Because basically he's going to run up there and say Beyonce should have won this award. Would it Would it have been funny? I'm assuming, right? That's People, that's what you're assuming, too, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to let you finish Beck. But, but Beyonce, Beyonce made the greatest album, album of the of year. Of all time. Yeah. Probably all, of all time. <laughs> that was that was a funny moment. And I think Beck has a good sense of humor about that because he was just as flummoxed to what a if one. He, what if he grabbed the mic? He's like, I'm going to let you finish, Beck. But Ed Sheeran, Multiply, yeah. was the greatest album of all time. Pharrell. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Well, that would, yeah. I assumed that he was going to run up there and, like, you know, have a Beyonce moment. Yeah. But, well. Yeah. Keep anyway. 
Jason. The Grammys are over. I want to. I want to really uh, thank everyone who's who's watching this live. Um, you know, this was something we've been talking about for a while, doing a, a live podcast. Uh, really happy to be able to do it in person uh, and in with Angeles. viewer interaction. Yeah, yeah, we got some great questions. I hope um, you know. I hope we answered as many as we could. Vanessa, I hope you're happy with that answer. <laughs> I'm taking. I'm taking credit for my see you dance. Uh, I want to give a, a special shout out to Leslie. Um, for sticking around. And, Thanks, guys. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, no, we. This was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Special Leslie thanks. is actually just a robot. <laughs> yeah. What if she? Thank was? you, guys. <laughs> so happy to help you. Er, Do you know my cousin Siri? Taiwan wants to know. Ernesto about from Taiwan. This is the where we've had no food and we're getting a little bit weird. It's so true. Uh, Keith, we'll be back this week uh, on Thursday. On you, right for another for the regular for a regular for the, for the regular podcast. for the regular pop. Shop oh, and podcast. we should say that if you if you are watching this live and you missed anything, you maybe you came in late. Uh, this is going to be on Billboard.com tomorrow morning. Yep, on uh, SoundCloud like normal and on iTunes tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and hey, if you like the show, give us a rating on iTunes. Give us a review. Uh, we've gotten a bunch of reviews uh, as of late, and we we appreciate all of them. So thanks thanks to you guys. And uh, Keith, do you have any party words? Um, sure. It was great seeing you. It was great having yeah, you man. here. Yeah, we woo! did it. I don't know. This is so awkward. Um, high fiving. It's not really my thing. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you do? Like a do you like a? You no, know, I I just handshake, hug. I don't know. We're fist not going to hug now. No. Fist bump. For sure, fist bump. And a poo. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. Thank you guys for watching and for listening. Uh, we will see you later this week and take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.